What's the Swingin' Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today's interview is with James Woodall from Woodall Fitness down in Clayton, North Carolina. And he came onto the show with, uh, well, we talked about a lot of things, fitness, of course. Um, and he shared his a little bit about his battle with leukemia and, um, you know, his, his fight back to life. And we get into that as well as... You know, swinging mace and vintage strength games coming up and um, how he wants to use the mace for rehab and prehab stuff. So this is all really good stuff. We also get into like how, you know, swinging clubs is good for shoulder mobility. Um, if you're a coach, a trainer, or you're just like really into the the modality of mace and, and everything about it, this is a good podcast for you because we get into some of that technical stuff and we talk about programming, you know, like uh, how would you train a client with kettlebells and mace and uh, all that stuff. It, it, great information that you could use all around. And uh, we also talk about firefighting too, because James was a fireman for a little bit. And um, he talked about how he introduced some fitness into the world of firefighting down there in North Carolina. Before we hit the podcast, I just want to let you know about our sponsors, Adex Mace and Clubs. Uh, use the discount code SMN19 for 10% off all of the Adex products, including T-shirts and everything else. Adex are the exclusive mace used in the Vintage Strength Games coming up on February 8th. Uh, we talk about that in the podcast. Um and also, you got Ongo Energy Spray. Ongo Energy Spray is a caffeine spray, three pumps, and you got 75 milligrams of instant energy. We're talking like three minutes, maybe less, before you start feeling it, which is a lot faster than a regular cup of coffee, which takes about 20 to 30 minutes to metabolize. Uh, ditch the energy drinks, ditch the coffee, forget about the bloat, and forget about the full bladder. Hit your deadlifts, hit your squats, swing your mace with full force of energy and crush things and also mace fit mace fit is a um, program where you could um, learn mace and you can also become an uh, instructor uh, mace fit does kind of link up with addicts so they stepped in and became a sponsor as well and i also want to give one last shout out to origin training academy uh, Origin Training Academy is a website, subscription website. You pay $10 a month with discount code SMN10, and you get weekly updated workouts using steel mace and body weight. That's it, everybody. Thanks for everything. I've uh, been getting some reviews done out there. People have been writing reviews on iTunes. Thank you very much. I'm going to be reading those reviews on the air, and in a little bit, I'm going to be introducing a little contest where you can win a shirt or a bottle of Ongo energy spray. And uh, I'll introduce that, but it has to do with writing reviews. So check out the podcast. Have fun. Uh, I had trained him when he was the captain of the football team here. And uh, he graduated Randolph-Macon. He's come back every summer, every fall to do training with us. And right now he's training with us. And in December, he's going to the Marine Corps to be a fighter pilot. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Fighter pilot. So, so yeah, all of our all of our trainers here, they're knowledgeable and they're fun. Yeah. But they're 
they move on to college and beyond. And yeah. then when they're out of college, they still come back and visit and come train with us and that kind of thing. So that's a true cool. testament of what you have there because I mean, people are like the first, it's like, Hey, I want to go back to where I trained. I want to go back. I had such a good time there. They had that connection. They want to reconnect. That is absolutely that, right. Absolutely. It means you're doing yeah. the right thing. And we welcome back with open arms. Yeah. Uh, and every summer we have a, um, a Woodall's uh, leadership program. And what it is, it's rising uh, seventh, eighth graders up to about 10th. And it's an internship, basically. We teach them all of the business and personal training and marketing and things that you don't really get in school, like how to balance a checkbook, uh, handshake, proper way to do a handshake. Wow. What, what it means to do a handshake. Um, and they're tested every week. I mean, verbal and written tests. And then once they pass that, they're invited to do an actual internship here at the gym. And then once they pass that, they become trainers. And so that's become a, a good pipeline for how, us as far, as far as quality of people. Yeah. How did that all get connected uh, and come into fruition? So my business partner and I, a few years ago, uh, we went and got certified uh, through um, oh, down in Bradenton, Florida for the combine, uh, the combine training down there at the IMG Academy. And, uh, you know, just walking that campus and being there and seeing the athletes, I'm like, that's what I want to create. I want to create a campus. I want to create where uh, people can come in and learn and study and that's, that's what I want. And so we started formulating these ideas of how we could get that to start. And then we came up with this, with this business academy. How long ago, how long ago was that, that you came up with this idea? And, and, oh man, uh, let's see, it's 2019. So six years. That's not bad. I mean, to put that together, that, that's really tremendous. You must've really worked your tails off. Yeah. To integrate oh, yeah. all that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, – I'm definitely one side of the coin, and my business partner is the other side of the coin. She's pretty amazing. Yeah. And uh, she started out as a client years ago, uh, about 10 years ago now. And uh, she wanted to lose weight. We knocked off about 150 pounds, kept it off. Uh, she had owned other businesses in town, sold those off, bought into my company because she wanted to help pay it forward. You know, she wanted to be a trainer. She wanted to see the results and the things that I was teaching everybody. And she wanted to be a part of that. And uh, so she did. And we have hit the ground running ever since. Yeah. Uh, the, it seems to me that in the world of fitness, you found like a niche of passion here that sparked you guys, right? I mean, that's what it seems like it's running. You're, you're like, you're burning passion jet fuel passion to make this happen right right oh absolutely no i don't consider this doesn't feel like going to work yeah there you go at all right <clears throat> you know i i tell everybody i i don't work <laughs> i have fun yeah uh i mean just like what you were doing today with the russian <clears throat> right excuse me i got a little tickle on my throat. yeah that was yeah right that 
the guy who uh, I I was telling you about before we started recording. Yeah, the the Russian guy. He um, was training me how to like you know fight and stuff, and he does this for a living. But it doesn't. If he asked him what he did for work, he would say, "I don't." You know, I teach people. Right. How, I teach people how to move <laughs> right. That's it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, I start my days usually around five five thirty here, and train, and then midday I go to. There's a Christian school that I teach uh, anatomy and physiology, biology, uh, health and PE. I do that till about three, 3.30. Come back and uh, train at four and go till about eight o'clock. And it's fun. I love what I do. There is nothing, I'm built for this. That's what I can tell you. Yeah. I'm totally built for this. This is nothing else. I'm not built to be sitting behind a desk and just, you know, crunching numbers and that kind of thing. Yeah. that's not my style. And when I was in the fire department, all the guys, you know, to help them work out, move better, feel better, uh, last longer in a fire, uh, you know, and and they loved it. I loved it. And it was great. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. How many years did, were you in the fire department for? Uh, I was in there about three years. Okay. And it was a volunteer. Yeah. And it's with uh, around here. We have um, very rural communities. And uh, years ago, I was living in a very rural community and it was all volunteer, like not getting paid. Right. You got a pager and we trained every day, every night, uh, everything. And then you get a call. We go right into the firehouse, jump in the truck and go put out the fire at the barn or some guy ran off the road into a ditch. Um, You name it, you know, and, and we're there now. uh, They actually have a couple of guys that are there 24 hours that are paid. Yeah. And they've actually added now um, a ambulance there. Whereas first responders, all we had was our brush truck and a med kit. And I, I'm going to help deliver babies and people at the, you know, choking or something at the house, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah it was so always, it was probably next to what I'm doing now. That was something that I was really passionate about. And I really, really enjoyed And I really enjoyed the guys and being with the guys. Yeah. That, that was, that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, whenever a retired guy comes back, he, uh, we, we say, what do you miss about the job? He says, the guys. That's it. Yep. Yeah, you know, right. after a while, you know, knocking down fires gets to be, uh, yeah, knocking down fires, just knocking down right. a fire. It's you know, the adrenaline rush kind of wears off after a while, but uh, the fun times you have with those guys, and a lot of it has to do with the simple fact that you do go to fires together and you're you're looking out for each other. I mean, absolutely, it's, right? It's it's brothers in arms, and and yes. you develop a camaraderie that is very unique. Um, it's sometimes the, the ball busting is unbelievable, <laughs> right? I mean, it's merciless. Like if you, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you've been on the tail end of it and I'm sure you've oh, yeah. given it too, right? Oh, absolutely. So what but, did you, and, and the other part was like with our families, you know, when we get together with our families, yeah, uh, watching our kids grow up together and, uh, doing Christmas parades and that kind of stuff. I mean, that was just, it was it was just awesome. Yeah. 
So you said you helped the guys with fitness um, for those three years. What kind of like, how, what did you see happen with their fit with their fitness as you helped them? Did you see a lot of guys do well? Did you see major progression, loss of weight? What what happened there? So they never. The guys here are awesome. Uh, very southern. Love smoking their cigarettes. Love chewing their tobacco. Love drinking their RC Cola. Uh, love adding salt to everything. I mean, adding salt to everything. They probably add salt to their cigarettes and their RC Cola, right? Oh, man, <laughs> absolutely. Because they can't taste it, right? <laughs> right. So, and I, and I had just moved in from Las Vegas. So, and I'm an Air Force brat. So I travel, you know, pretty much all over every two or three years. So I come walking up my first day wearing my UNLV sweatshirt. And these guys are looking at me like, who is this city boy? What, what, what is he going to do? And I had just opened up a private studio about five miles from the firehouse. And uh, at first they were like, get out. We don't need you. We don't want you. I went back the next day, talked to the chief and the assistant chief, and I explained who I was because my family is from this area. Yeah. My granddad was a hog farmer here. And my grandmother was a nurse at the local hospital in Smithfield. So she was technically the first, first responder in the area because she was called out all the time to go. A farmer had fallen off a tractor. Uh, a woman is given birth and she needs help with that or you know some emergency they would call my grandma and my grandpa would get in the truck and they would rush over and she would help out so once I explained who I was and what my family roots were they were like oh yeah okay come on in come on in and then I was explaining to them what I do because they asked you know what brought you here what do you do and I go I'm a trainer personal trainer and a couple of guys just asked advice along the way yeah what can i do for this what can i do for that i want to get bigger i want to do better this this and i would tell them and i would show them things but i really wanted them to come into the studio right and i really wanted to get them involved i mean my my ultimate goal was to get them involved in some of the uh the firefighting like championships you know what i'm saying yeah oh yeah the, the competitions guys. yes right yeah yeah well, the guys are competing yeah that was my that was my end but these guys were like nope we're happy with uh you know just doing our thing going to putting out the brush fire the barn fire uh if someone's house the pack house tobacco house gets on fire you know we're happy with that uh so i didn't i wasn't able to establish a program which i really really wanted to um but they saw my conditioning when I was on the line, uh, being able to control the hose, being able to last in the fire. Um, and when I went to the fire chief and was explaining to him why I had to leave, uh, one of the things that he said was, I really hate losing you. And I go, why? He goes, because you're like two guys on the line versus one. And I'm like, okay, well, my door is open fitness-wise if you guys ever want to do and uh, it just it just never developed, but um, I keep in touch with them, and uh, they they'll, they'll pop into the gym once in a while. Yeah. Hey, what all? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, Bo. What's up, Bo? You know, doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, they'll come out, flip a tire, 
or two and then they're like all right we did it we'll talk to you later and then they go back on the truck yeah take off so they're a tough bunch. I, I, you know, the guys I work with, I get them into some stuff. I've been getting guys using mace and everything, but not not much. And and it's hard to get a lot of um, dedication out of them in that particular area. They're dedicated to the to the, you know, fighting fires and to you know learning the latest skills about you know extrication yes. from vehicles and all the dangers yes. that that and that's what we want it's just Absolutely. like you just want to take them to the next level and like yeah but now if you add in this fitness thing you, yep. you're going to be better at those things you know and it's it's tough you know a lot of the guys like to work their part-time jobs or they like to um, be with their families and there's nothing wrong with that it's right. just that you, somehow you got to find that happy medium where you're maybe working out three times a week uh, for 45 minutes or something. And it's just right. like, come on, guys, please, just try this, try this. So, James, why did you end up leaving? Uh, well, it's, uh, my, my then ex-wife was threatening to leave. And with firemen, and I'm sure you've seen this at the department, I've seen it at every department that I've come in contact with. Um, to be a fireman, you are dedicated to the fire service. And you spend a lot of time at the firehouse. And you spend a lot of time training. Yeah. And all that training is getting you conditioned to do something that your natural instincts don't want to do. Right? I mean, right. nobody wants to just run into a fire. Right. You've got to train that, you know. Uh, when you see a really bad wreck, a guy is wiped out on a motorcycle. And he's got like an arm over here, a leg over there. I mean, mm -hmm. so you you have to train yourself to to be able to handle those situations. That requires a lot of time. Yeah. And my wife was just like, you know, you're spending too much time. You're either at the gym, which I'm, you know, promoting the gym, yeah. working the gym, or I'm at the firehouse. And we had two little kids. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you know, you got to give up the fire. I need help at home. Mm -hmm. And that was hard. It took me six hours at the fire chief's house to quit because I've never quit anything. Oh. Ever, yeah. ever. I've always been promoted up or I moved out of town. Yeah, right. You know, I, to, to I do never, something else. Yeah. Yeah. I never like quit a job or yeah. anything. So they, I mean, that took me six hours at the fire chief's house. And one of the things he was telling me was because he had, uh, family issues when he was younger and he goes, take care of your family. You're always welcome back. You can always come back. Yeah. Uh, but go take care of your family and, uh, and we will be here for you and we got your back. So I ended up leaving and then a few months later she left me anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But you know, I ended up getting full custody and I had the kids. Yeah. And so that, that prevented me from going back uh, because I was raising you know, second grader and a third grader. And, uh, but keeping in touch with the guys and seeing them and that's, that's just something I miss. And I miss actually going out and helping my community that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, volunteers is not really volunteer. It's like you almost pay because yeah. you go out of pocket, right? you yeah. really do. You're, you're, you know, anytime you go train, you're using your gas in your car, your tires are getting worn out. Um, 
extra gear and stuff like that? I mean, I know uh, volunteer communities are sometimes looking for like used gear. So yeah. guys will go online and buy like you know a, a a hood that you know might cost like ninety dollars because it's the latest hood that's gonna have a, a permeable membrane to prevent you know carcinogens from getting to your skin. Guys want to take care of their, their health. They're gonna they're gonna spend more money to just be a volunteer. And and I always thought that's insane. Like yeah. volunteers should get at least enough money to cover their gear gas maybe a, a couple of meals here and there i don't know uh, a couple of grand or something like yeah. that and you know yeah. people are worried about their taxes and it's like it's not going to affect your taxes at all um especially if you have a good volunteer department that you know guys are well trained well equipped and they're happy you know and they they feel like they're appreciated yeah they're gonna work better and they're gonna you know and these guys are doing it for nothing you guys yeah. did you know I'm a career fireman. I get I get a salary. Um, that's a like a luxury compared to the rest of the fire service in the in the in the country. You know, most most places are volunteer. You know, right. and right. Vol yeah. volunteers have lost their lives yeah. fighting fires absolutely. for other people. So, yep. you know, yeah, absolutely. My hats yeah. off to the volunteer. Yeah, well, thank you, and our hats are off to you guys. I mean, we're all we're all part of the one big family. So yes. We're proud of you guys too. I mean, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. And if someone was to show up, like we had someone come, like we saved their barn from burning down. Right. And like two weeks later, like we had already forgotten about it. You know, we did our job. We're at, we're at a meeting, and she comes walking in with a cake, saying thank you. Nice. I mean, we lost it. We're like, hey, come on in. You have some cake with us. And yeah. We we completely stopped the meeting. Right. But that meant more to us than getting money but our assistant chief got really good at writing grants <laughs> yes that's that is yeah. one yeah you need somebody like that yeah absolutely and then he, you could get equipment he, you could get gear yeah so that helped out a yeah. lot yeah yeah get some uh and you know there's um there's a, a guy named pip um i'm, I'm gonna i can't remember his how to say his real last name but it's short for pip he runs a thing called 555 Okay. Yeah. You know, five, 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 right. Five, yeah. five, five fitness and everything. Yeah. yeah. He's here in Jersey and, and he gets grants, um, and gets gym equipment into, that's like the whole purpose of five, five, fives to get gym equipment into firehouses. So traditionally, you know, I guess it's going to really support more volunteers than anything else. Um, but I mean, there's people out there doing stuff like that. Um, and, and that's, that's like a major contribution to the volunteer you know again you know if people listening or you know you have a volunteer fire department go down there bring them a cake you know yeah. uh bring them you know a, a card maybe with uh, some lottery tickets in it and say here good luck <laughs> you know something show some appreciation yeah. to these guys because really Absolutely. they are taking time away from their families and nobody's paying them for it and probably they're going out of pocket for a ton of stuff so oh, yeah take care of your Absolutely. volunteers Absolutely. So, yeah, but then, you know, your what you do on the fitness level um, is a whole other contribution to society, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you are training people with um, your mace and everything like that. What's your favorite stuff to do with mace? Uh, so far, it has been the 360s and the 10 and 2s. Are you, what are you primarily using as a mace? 
So I use the, uh, and I have it with me, uh, the 8X. There it is. Adjustable mace. Yeah. Okay. Love um, it. That is up a to, badass love, mace. Yeah, I love it. And this just arrived. I haven't, I mean, this arrived like 10 minutes before you came on. Oh, really? What you got? Ooh, is that, move it over. Ooh. Move it over more. The other way. <laughs> Go that way. <laughs> or this, go this way. There it is. What, is that is that from Beyond Strong? Or it's be, from, I mean, be, uh, be, stronger grip. Oh, stronger uh, grip. All right. And they yeah. put a, they put your logo on it. Is that put loadable? Yeah. 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 So what's it loadable to? Uh, thirty pounds. Wow, that's nice, man. And Those are so uh, fun. So it's got like a fatter handle. Does it have the um, pommel on the end? Yeah. Yeah. So. I have the uh, loadable one from um, Become Stronger, and okay. it, it's loadable up to like 30 pounds. I put five pounds a shot in it, and I like training with that for practice. Like I'll use that before I use the Adex because it, with the with the shot sloshing around and the fatter handle, it just it's more comfortable, and I find it's a great way to warm up. And then I grab the Adex when I'm warmed up because the Adex ain't no joke. You know, that's like, right. you know, a lot harder to use. So that's, that's the way I do it. What do you, um, how do you incorporate that unit into your training? I know you just well, got it, but what are you going to do? So I just got it. And today I'm just going to play around with it to see how I can get it to work with everything. Yeah. Uh, I also use the, the clubs. Yeah. Adex clubs. But I also have a couple of Indian clubs that I use. Um, I've got a one-pound yeah. club here, right. uh, which I love using that. And then I've got three-pound wood club. Nice. And uh, I use that quite a bit. A lot of my clients I use it for with shoulder mobility uh, because their shoulders and their hips are just locked down right and they don't realize especially when i start stretching them with the mason stuff and that's how i got involved in this uh because uh throughout all my cancer treatment and being in the hospital my shoulders got real rounded because i was laying in the bed yeah. or i was sitting in the chair or you just get tired and so you kind of tend to round over yeah and that just bothered me and before i got into mesas i was doing and i still do kettlebells and z health a lot of Z help uh, with my clients as far as pain management and my left shoulder just felt it just wasn't moving the way I wanted it to and Frank and I Frank that owns uh, the Mace Fit uh, Frank DeMeo yeah Frank DeMeo yeah um, he and I actually met years ago online on Facebook uh, through uh, Zach Evanesh uh, really? Here in Jersey. Oh yeah, I've known I've known Zach since. Man, it's got to be 2004, uh, and I was like his second group that got certified through his underground strength training. Wow, I, I've so, I've been looking to try to get him onto the podcast. Oh, I mean, he's Zach a local, is awesome. Yeah, he's a Jersey oh, guy. I mean, I yeah, know. Jersey guy. I he's he's awesome. Yeah, uh, but Frank went through that program. And uh, we hooked up through Facebook uh, because we were a part of the same 
uh, Facebook group with the underground strength guys. Right. And uh, he just like, I just want to introduce myself. I like what you do. And then he started doing all the Mace stuff. And then I went down to Florida for the IMG uh, combine training to get certified as a combine trainer. And I just happened to check in saying on the Facebook, hey, I'm here. He saw it. He goes, I'm literally like two miles from there. Uh-huh. Come over to the gym. Come to the cave. Yeah. So I did. And uh, whatever, met with him, talked with him. And uh, it was just because we had known each other for a couple of years just online not knowing anything about each other yeah. other than that we liked unconventional ways to train. Yeah. And then uh, a year ago, um, he started talking about mace fit and maces. And I'm like, you know what? Let's get together. Let me host a certification. So I did. Uh, we had a great group that came through. Uh, Valerie, who you just had on yeah. uh, for your podcast a few days ago. Uh, she came down, and uh, Frank and Valerie put us through uh, the Mace Fit certification, and I fell in love with it. I mean, I absolutely loved it. How long ago was that? That was a year ago? Yeah, that was a year ago. Okay. Like September last year. Yeah. So, so, so they put Mace Fit together a year ago pretty much, and then they had it together, and you were like one of the first to go through it. Yeah, I, uh, they had probably done, I want to say maybe three other certifications uh, before mine. Yeah. So they had, for a couple of years, been putting this together. Okay. And when they came to me, we, when they came to Woodall's, it was, um, they had already kind of worked out some of the kinks. And yeah, so, but that's where I learned about the maces and the clubs, the clubs that I showed you, um, I have been interested in clubs and club training since about 2006, uh-huh. but I didn't know anyone that taught it or that I could learn from. Right. And so I bought some clubs, played with them, and then I put them down, didn't touch them. And then through the mace training, because you do club and mace training, uh, started working with the clubs. And so I love... I love working the clubs with my shoulders and my client's shoulders a lot. Yeah, let's let's you mentioned shoulder mobility. Let's talk yeah. about that for a second because um well, I want to I want to be able to explain it to my clients like how this stuff actually creates shoulder mobility. I'm, you know, literally struggling to explain it to people because a lot of these people don't even know what they're doing with their shoulders anyway. You know, they're, they don't have the connection, you know, they're raising their trap up to do something with their shoulder when really isn't shoulder mobility, just the shoulder. Right. Yeah. So how does, how does clubs help with shoulder mobility? Well, what I use, I start them out with the one pound and the three pound clubs. And I just start with going over the shoulder and then doing some over the head, just real basic showing them where they're tight and showing them where they need improvement. And I have a lot of clients, one side, like their left or the right is more locked down yeah. because they're more left-hand or right-hand dominant. And a lot of them work at a computer. So they use their mouse just with the right hand and the left hand's just hanging out all day. So they start drawing in and rotating in. Mm-hmm. So um, I do a lot of uh, Z health as well. And what's uh, that? 
So Z Health is uh, uh, Dr. Eric Cobb, and he, I've been with them almost 10 years now as well. Um, but it's uh, nervous system training. So I train my clients from the nervous system forward. So, so I, don't look, I don't look at just the, the muscles and the bones. I actually look to see, as you mentioned, what kind of connection do they have? Yeah. What, what are they actually able to do? How, how do they move? Can they do just a body weight squat? I mean, before I give them any weight, I do an assessment. And one of the assessments is, can you just do a body weight squat? Or can you just get out of a chair? I'll pull a chair over. I go, show me how you get out of a chair. Yeah. And people tend to slide their feet all the way under the chair mm -hmm. and then they rock forward. And I'm like, yeah, nope, that's, that's, that's work on that because they have a disconnect with their muscles. Yeah. It's and a lack of proprioception. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so uh, once I start establishing that connection, I start adding in uh, the Mason clubs. Because I think, <laughs> in my opinion, these are non-threatening tools. Yeah. Like 90% of my clients like the kettlebells. 90%. 100% love the Mason clubs. Yeah. And I mean from 14 years old all the way up to about 82. Okay. Yeah. And the ones from 40 to 82 they're really loving it because mm -hmm. they're starting to get their mobility back with their shoulders, with their neck. Um, I had one client, uh, she's 72 and she's just, her posture is this. Yeah. I mean, she sits all day. The only time she moves is when she comes in here. And so I I'll stretch her for a good 10 minutes just with the mace and I'll load up 12 pounds and I'll get it to pull and to stretch and she'll just, Oh, that feels so good. That feels so good. Yeah. And she mentioned, she goes, for the first time the other day, I could get in my car and turn my head to, to look, to, to look back, you know? How before big that, is that? Yeah. Before that, she was like shuffling yeah. in her car seat to, to turn around. Yeah. And I had no idea that that was even one of her things because right. most cars nowadays have that little rear camera. Mm -hmm. you no know, deal. And you know, she's pretty old school. She's like, no, I don't use that. I turn my head. And she's like, now I can fully turn my head as yeah. I back out. Yeah. And how many times have you seen that where they actually can't even do it? They just they and they don't have the backup camera and they back up without turning their head at all. They use right. the mirrors, which we right. know you're not supposed to do. And then they start banging up the car and everything. They literally right. exactly they know they they ha they should, but they just can't. I mean right. that's not a good so position. So that's part of the functional fitness training that we do here. Yeah. Um, and I, I was just telling my trainers this just yesterday that I treat every client, no matter who they are, as a professional athlete because they are. They have to be able to f perform and move that way on a daily basis. Sure. No matter the circumstance, because I don't know what's going to happen to them once they leave the gym. And I had always trained my clients that way, but until I got hit with cancer and to actually go through being knocked down and being so tired and having your body completely destroyed and come back, um, that was really mind blowing. 
and then the client seeing that yeah. the comeback, but seeing in their own lives how they can climb stairs now without losing their breath, how they can change a tire on the side of the road. That's not, it's not hard to do anymore. Yeah. Carrying a baby in one hand and groceries in the other hand into the house with strength and confidence, yeah. um, you know, bending over to tie your shoe. I mean, I've seen people that can't bend over to tie their shoe right. because they're so tight. Yeah. Their, their uh, lumbar spine, their thoracic spine are just bound and their hips are bound up. So uh, the mace and the clubs have been really integral into that and to showing my clients about that kind of movement. Yeah. And you said 100%. So what you're telling me is you haven't had one person reject the mace once they've tried it. Exactly. Me neither. Yeah, not one person. They all love it. They all love it, absolutely. Yeah. But they didn't know what it was. Right. To answer your first question. So, because they're looking at me and I'm like, look, I have a new tool for you today. And I get all excited. Yeah. And they're like, oh, cool, what is it? I'm like, oh, you're going to love this. Right? And so then I put it in their hands and I just talk them through it. Very easy. And they're like, this is it. I'm like, this is it. That's the best way then, to teach. And then people. we started doing the 360 and they like, Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. And humans, adults, especially first thing they tell themselves when it's new, I can't do it. Yes. Right. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yes, you can. And I tell them I'm giving you permission to do this. It's okay. Oh, okay. I had to learn the same way. Yeah. I'm teaching you how I was taught. Right. Let's do it. And they're like, all right. And once I get them to calm their mind down, to actually accept what we're doing, they fly through it. I got a guy now doing 30 pounds on the 8X mace, and it looks like 10 pounds. Yeah. I mean, the guy makes it look like a joke. It's really funny. And so I'm having to talk to Don, who owns uh, 8X, about, you know, because he had these new extensions uh, to put on the mace, because I need to add weight yeah. <laughs> to this guy, because he's getting so strong with it. But he's firming up, like his midsection, his chest, his arms. And I don't do a lot of bench or dips. I mean, I do kettlebells and I do mace with this guy. Okay, and he's yeah. starting to really slim down. And he's, uh, you know, mid-40s. And he's starting to look really good. And, and what uh, predominantly are you doing with kettlebells with this guy? Kettlebell swings so or? If I'm, if I'm training someone for an hour... I'll start with a mace for the first half hour. And then the second half hour, I'll do um, a compilation of kettlebell exercises. Okay. Anywhere from Turkish get-ups to snatches, high pulls, uh, goblet squats, you name it. I have, I'll, I'll mash it all up. And it, but it just depends on the client. It's, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and he can move. And he's one of those guys that couldn't bend over to tie his shoe. Yeah, yeah. And now we can with ease. I, I had a guy who couldn't bend over to tie a shoe. At least I called him out on it. And he said, sure, I can. He put his foot up on the table and then bent over two inches. And he said, see, I could do it. So <laughs> <laughs> they all got an answer. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I was like, all right. All right, you punk. But um, now, did you ever do anything where you do an hour with a client where you go back and forth between Mesa Kettlebell for the whole hour? Like yeah. sort of like a superset style yeah, thing to keep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at a better calorie burn when you do it that way. Right. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. But once, once I establish the technique with them, that's when I can start playing around right. with the supersets, with the power, with the agility, with, right. with all that. Yeah. And it just really, it surprises them because they think that they have to be in shape to do this first. And right. I'm like, no, I want you to be exactly what you are now. Let me teach you all these proper techniques. And, and I get constantly people coming in. I was playing with my grandkids this weekend and I swung the baseball bat and it didn't hurt. I played tennis, two hours of tennis for the first time uh, in like 20 years. And I felt great and I wasn't sore afterwards. I mean, I hear that all the time. Yeah. And the big, the big misconception is that you have to be, you have to get so sore that you can't move. Yeah. Well, that's no good. I mean, you're going to get sore doing a new movement anyway, only because you're learning a new biomechanic. You're teaching the nervous system something new or something that it hasn't done in a while. Right. Once you get that established and once they get that trust in their own body, they can do anything. And that's where I come in, the trainers here come in. We actually convince everybody that you can do it. And then they take off. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the, um, the, when you uh, train yourself, or you're basically just using kettlebells and mace, right? Um, yeah. Do you do any outside cardio, like running, biking, or anything like that? Uh, I like to go mountain biking. Do you? So, yeah, so we have some good trails here. So I know you do. <laughs> I've so had I'm, my eye I'm on kidding. Yeah, I've had my eye on it down there for. I mountain bike too, and and uh, it's. I I want to go to uh, Asheville. You know. Yeah. I hear it's like a beautiful place down there, and there's a festival down there. I can't remember the name of it, mountain bike festival, but uh, yeah, I that's why I was asking. Uh, you know, I figured you, you got to take advantage of those trails you have. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Well, I got into mountain biking when I lived in Las Vegas, and oh, okay. uh, out in Las Vegas, just outside of town, is a place called Red Rock. Yes. All the rocks are red out there. I was there. Right? And there's, there's a little town called Blue Diamond. Mm-hmm. Okay. I met people from France, from Germany, from Russia, from England, all on these trails. They have such technical single track trails all throughout those red rock areas. And the views are just, I mean, you don't see Las Vegas anymore. You're right. out in the high desert. Yeah. Um, I did see coyote tracks. I did see uh, some bighorn sheep. Uh, nice. I have seen snakes out there. Yeah. Uh, but that's where I got into the mountain bike. And I still have my mountain bike from 2000, uh, my Trek mountain bike that I just keep up. I mean, I know there's fancier, nicer ones out there. But yeah. this thing, I have broken it in. I know every little nuance about it. And the gears, you just you know, change on the fly. But we have a park here in Clayton called Legends Park. And we have a three mile loop and a one mile loop, single track. And I mean, it's like straight down, straight up, uh, crossing over some of the creeks. And it's awesome. It's really awesome. So uh, maybe when you come down here, we'll do some mace training and uh, we'll go do, do some mountain biking. Absolutely. That's my thing, man. Ma- Mason and mountain biking all in the same day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and and uh, I do want to come down and visit you there. I want to. Yeah, awesome. 
my my wife is gonna kill me. Like basically, all my um, exotic travel plans for the next for the rest of my life are going to like you guys and see your gyms and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's well, bring her, bring her along, man. You know. Well, we yeah. we are going to um, the Vintage Strength Games on February eighth. Yes. All right. I'll so good. I, I was just talking to Frank yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. he, he, he wanted me to go to his gym, but it's pretty far away from Miami. And, right. I, you know, if I was traveling by myself, I would do it. I would hit Sarasota. I would travel down and go across. I would go to Miami. But I got my wife coming because that's how this deal is working, you know. That's how I'm getting right. down there. But <laughs> she loves the beach, and, and our daughter loves the beach. So I'm like, look, while I'm swinging a mace around and doing podcasts in, in the gym at Miami, you could be on the beach. She's like. Sign me up. So <laughs> I, I just good. I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get get her to go to Sarasota and then do the four hour drive over though. That's I'm gonna have to tell Frank that you know um, not gonna happen because I also signed up for Mace Fit myself to become an instructor. So I'm working on that oh. program. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, excellent. So he Great wants program. yeah he wants me to to you know do the review in his gym, which yeah I would love to, but. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be on that trip or we're going to have to do it online or I'll have to do a separate trip on the side. And I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, what a tangled web we weave. But, you know, at least it's all in the name of fitness and, and good fun. So Now, are you going to compete in this? In yes, February? yes. You know Ooh. I didn't compete in the last one. I was just an observer checking out yeah. everybody. And, yep. and I said, yeah. And right after I, I saw it, I was like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But then I started getting kind of swept up, and it started using the addicts a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And um, and then, uh, yeah, I was talking to Don. He, you know, he did the podcast. And afterwards, he said, hey, you should, you should do your podcast down at the gym when we do it. I said, I was thinking that. I'm glad we're both thinking the same way. And he goes, yeah. And, and so, you know, I reached out to everybody else just to, you know, because there's um, Lionel and, and Val and Brad. Yeah. I said, guys, are you cool with this? And they're like, yeah, bring it. So I'm going to be coming down. I'm going to set up a table, put the banner up. I'm going to roll all you guys through somehow. We're going to wing yeah. it. We're just going to wing it. And then yeah. somehow I'm going to get up there and I'm going to do like the 10 minutes of 10 and 2 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, good for you. You know, we'll see what happens, you know. Now, just How long have you been training with the Mace? Uh, since January of 2019. Okay. And it started, right. it started with, you know, uh, the, the shorter 33 inch handle, you know, like typical steel mace that you see nowadays, the on it type. Right. Um, right. and I, you know, just, just your basic flow patterns. The first thing I was really, um, exposed to was steel mace flow okay. and, and, uh, you know, and the, then it, kind of trickled out from there because the gym I work out at and do mace, they have an addicts there. Now we have Gata's there. Um, and the, the coach over there, he was all fired up when I got into it because he had been, you know, b banging around mace for like a year and a half and like it was slowly catching on. And then he saw me just run with it. And he's like, dude, you're, you're into this. Let's, let's do more. Yes. And, uh, so yeah, now I'm like really into the addicts and, um, you know, my homemade bootleg addicts that I have, I swing that and it's in like the heavy stuff. So I go, I ping back and forth, but the flow stuff I like to do more for like healing and mental, you know, clarity and, and refocusing myself, that type of stuff. And when I want to tear now, it up, I go with the addicts. Now, have you actually timed yourself 
doing the 10 minute? 10 not, not yet. Not yet. I uh, think I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I, I'm going to, yeah. I, I think the longest I went for it was about three minutes with 25 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And it is not easy because every time you make a mistake, it, it lets you know. It, every every mistake beats you down exponentially. Yes. And that's when I started to realize how special this sport is and how special the Vintage Strength Games is because yes. I didn't quite grasp that until I started doing it. When you see the last competitors that were up there, like Scott Wong, who competed yes. in like three or four different events, you know, his hands were all ripped up. His, his Kevin, Kevin Stokes, you know, everybody, Val, their precision was tantamount to be able to finish yes and every time you screw up a little bit it sucks the life out of you <laughs> and i'm like absolutely yeah yeah no and that's that's exactly been my experience um uh valerie uh a few months ago put out these challenges these vintage strength challenges and i mean they were up to like five and six minutes unbroken stuff and all different movements yeah and i'm like oh i got this i got this i was only using like 17 pounds 20 pounds and it was dude i mean i was getting my butt whooped yeah and i loved it i loved it yeah so i've been frank's been kind of pushing me valerie's been kind of pushing me i've been thinking about doing the competition too Oh, cool. Uh, because All right. I, cause, cause I went to the last one. Yeah. Same thing. I need to see what this is about. Like, how are they going to run it? I, I, I just need to know what this is. Yeah. And it was really cool. And Brad, uh, Brad Hutchins, he did every event. Yes. At that last one. Not only did he do all the events, but he pretty much put the whole thing together. He was running the clock. He was judging. He was making yes. sure that uh, stuff was coming in. People were, were happy. I mean, he was, yeah. he was super stressed that day. And, yeah. you know, I know he's usually in a very good mood and, and, and he wasn't, you know, like not, not that he wasn't in a good mood, but he was just so, so stressed. I felt bad right. for him. And I well, was, he even, was focused. He was really focused. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I hope Absolutely. he, he delegates it a little bit more, uh, this one coming up so he can enjoy himself more. Um, yeah. But yeah. he did a superior job under those circumstances and plus compete. And he kicked ass on all levels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, that was like, all right, this guy's strong. And yes. He's in really good shape. Uh, yeah. And Valerie, I mean, I mean, you know her story. Yeah. I'm okay. just impressed with her every step of the way. Yeah. And the thing that's cool about her is if I got a question or if I need to, talk to her about mace or kettlebells or if I have a question about anything, she goes, just send me a text and we'll set up a time. I mean, we'll do a two hour conversation. Wow. And just talk it all out. And so she's been a really good uh, mentor for me Yeah. as far as the ADEX and mace and Frank as well. Uh, Frank, I, I'm like, what's an Americana again? I forgot how to do this. He's like, no problem. Shoots me a little, uh, phone video through Messenger. He goes, all right, do it this way. You'll be straight. And I'm like, oh, of course. Now, now I remember that. Yeah. But yeah. Just getting all that down and learning the lingo with everything has been, has been new. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoy it and my clients enjoy it. And the strength gains and the confidence that I've seen in my clients and in myself, it's just been 
I mean, I've not done anything close to that. Kettlebells years ago, because I started doing kettlebells back in 2006. And I got really strong, really developed, felt great. Um, I mean, felt really good. And, but my clients were like, we like it, we don't like it, but with this, with the Mason clubs, 100%. Yeah. That, that, that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. Yes. Yeah. And I train everybody. Like, I got football players, hockey players, rugby players, tennis players. I've got soccer moms. I've got doctors. I've got lawyers. Name the spectrum and the age, and I got them. Yeah. And they all see the benefit of training with the Mason clubs according to their sport and according to their lifestyle. Yeah, this is something that I've been very fascinated with lately. Uh, and whenever I encounter an athlete or like a power lifter, you know, somebody from that's doing another sport who has some experience with the mace, I'm like, what do you think? Tell me, you know, how is this a game changer or no? And so far, um, I got a power lifter who says, yeah, it's a game changer. A tennis player who believes that um, if you're not doing mace, it's going to leave you behind. In your yes. sport, um, I at the gym I'm at, we have a hockey player who is doing like a, a like a sort of like a slap shot style with their with their mace, but not from where they use the stick. I mean, they do both sides, but it's mostly to benefit the opposite side because they never right. get to use the mo the motion in that direction. Right, exactly. So it, it's it's really cool to learn about this. And actually, if any of those. Uh, athletes that you just mentioned rugby players anybody if they would be interested in coming on the podcast send them my information i'll have them come okay. on just to talk about how they feel you know mace can help in their sport oh sure because i'd love to cover that in more depth and because right now there's really no definite research there's nothing concrete right right so it's all anecdotal but i mean that could be you know who's doing it i mean you're, you're talking about top-notch athletes are talking about top-notch coaches teaching it so, well so here's another thing and this is very interesting i have a client who works behind the scenes with the world's strongest man uh competition yeah. and i started him off on kettlebells and he didn't like it a whole lot and then i switched him over to just doing mason clubs and this guy he's late 60s this is all he does right mason clubs in our initial consult he had had heart surgery and i mean major heart surgery mm -hmm. and he has to watch his blood pressure and he has to watch exactly his movement pattern like getting up off the floor you know because of the drop in pressure and all yeah. that kind of stuff uh but with this i get his heart rate up and it's appropriate his mobility's coming back he's starting to get into shape as he was when he was in his 50s and he's feeling really good about it and this could be a guy uh because he's got a very interesting past as well um he's got some connections with the cleveland browns uh, he was one of the executives there for a while and, uh, but yeah, if I can get him to come onto a podcast, then that would be really cool yes. because, because he's been pushing me to do more of a rehab side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, this is, that, yeah, do the that rehab side of it with, yeah. with clients and stuff. And that's, 
I'm the pain management guy here. Like anyone that's in pain, my business partner and all the other trainers are like, go see James. He'll help you with your pain. He'll right. get you moving correctly. And so I'm known as the pain guy around here. But this guy, Bill, uh, he's one of my clients. He's really been pushing. And I'm on the, uh, the North Carolina Fit uh, Cancer Board uh, up at UNC Chapel Hill. And I was invited by my, my cancer doctor to be a part of the board, not only as a fitness trainer and a fitness owner, but as a patient. And so I am slowly, I'm trying to convince these guys uh, because again, they don't know what the mace and the clubs, what they can do, uh, but I'm developing a program to where I could benefit the cancer patients and their caregivers. Yeah, Because their caregivers need to stay in shape. Yeah, absolutely. The caregivers get beat up. And you want to talk yes. about hunched over backs and everything? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely do that. because uh, and, and anything rehab can be used for prehab as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you're not hurt, use it so you don't get hurt. Use it for exactly. you know, something specific to what you're about to do, whether it's deadlift or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, I we're running out of time. Um, okay. We're gonna we're gonna have to hang up soon. But um, I know you went through a serious battle with cancer, and yes. you've been you've been sharing that story on your Instagram in in multiple parts and everything. Yes. I, I, you know, I didn't know if we were gonna be able to get to the story today or not. Um, and I'm wondering if it would just be better to direct people to your Instagram. Are you, is it on Facebook too? Yeah, I have a Facebook page and I have an Instagram page yeah. for that. Okay. And the Facebook page is Surviving with Leukemia by James Woodall. And then the Instagram page is Beat Cancer Woodall. Beat Cancer. Right. Beat yeah. Cancer Woodall. Okay. And uh, my business partner, because I have a very interesting story with uh, my whole cancer journey that I'm on. Yeah. And she's like, you got to tell your story. And I'm like, no one wants to hear this. No one. She goes, no, it's inspirational. It's you. So she's been the one behind the scenes kind of get your story out. It's time. Get your story out. And my pastor actually wanted me to write a book uh, about what I've been going through. And so I'm considering doing that as well, as far as writing a book. Uh, but the videos, so I'm slowly starting to get these videos out. And I am the guy that I don't like to talk about myself. I like inspiring others. I like, like a fireman, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like being in the middle, helping each other out, helping out the people, helping out the victims, helping out my clients. And then I take a step back and then I watch what I did. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? We saved that barn. We saved that house. We saved that life. All right. I improved that client today. Their outlook on life is better. They're stronger. They're feeling better. Awesome. So for me to get in front of the camera and to start talking about this is, uh, is new for me. So, uh, I hope, I hope we're posting in the right way. And I think you've seen a couple of them and, yeah. uh, any feedback you want to give me on those, please. Well, uh, I could feel free. James, I could tell you this right now because I'm a big per perspective shift person. Like, you know, whenever you're in a situation 
and you're thinking in a negative way, try to find a different perspective and then right. look at it from that perspective. And what I could offer you is instead of you feeling like you're talking about yourself, remember how you said you like helping and then taking a step back and seeing what happens? Right. Th that's really what you're doing by telling your story. Okay. You're, not, you're not talking about yourself. You're actually sharing vital information with people that is going to affect a lot of people when they come across your story. And don't forget, you're putting this on social media. It's going to be out there pretty much uh, until, I don't know, a meteorite hits us or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be 20 years from now. Um, right. You know, a young person with leukemia hears your story. Right. And, and it inspires them and helps them. So that's what I could offer. Change your perspective because you're right on the money with what you're doing. All right. Awesome. Well, that you just made my whole day right there, brother. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, man, you are definitely uh, inspirational. And, yeah, I've been, I've been plunking along with your story, too. Um, and, yeah, I was kind of hoping we'd be able to just, like, get it all out right now in the podcast, but I feel like that's a whole other podcast we should just talk about, you know? You, hey, I am up for it if you are. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. We'll get you back on. And, and uh, so meanwhile, everybody who's listening, you know, to check out James' story, uh, as we just covered, go to uh, Beat Cancer Woodall on Instagram, go on, go on his Facebook page and uh, follow it there. And, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, just no matter where you are in life, it's it's good stuff that could help you um, basically, f uh, you know, deal with problems, really, and look right. at things, right? I mean, you know, and, right. and I, I, I love the parts of the story that you've been telling, just like how you, the people around you, how they're stepping in and and um, you're allowing them to yeah. to guide you in, you know, yeah. you're surrendering. I was, the guy, I was the guy that never got sick. Yeah. And I was the guy that never asked for help. I would never ask for help because I would do it myself. Yeah. I would handle it myself. And uh, to see the community, the family, church members, I mean, all of these people, firemen, just step up and come in and you feel that love and that support. I mean, unbelievable, just unbelievable. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I would love to do that. So whenever you want to set that up, uh, I, I would actually be honored to talk about that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I guess <laughs> we'll just, we'll, I'll talk to you uh, in a couple of weeks or something and we'll, we'll make sure. it happen. We'll make it happen pretty quickly. Cause I, you know, like I said, when we get down into vintage strength games, we're going to be talking again, doing another podcast and, but we're going to oh, be yeah, talking brother. about the events going on and everything. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, let's do it, man. Um, what what else? Uh, where else can people find you? And you know, how do how do people find you to come train at your facility? Sure. So uh, our website is woodallsfitness.com. So that's on the web. Uh, we uh, I have a Twitter page, and just you know, twitter.com backslash woodallsfitness. And then we have our Facebook page. Facebook.com backslash Woodall's Fitness. Uh, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. Just type in James Woodall or Woodall's Fitness. You'll, I'll pop right up. Okay. And uh, Google Plus, we're on Google Plus. Uh, so just type in Woodall's Fitness or James Woodall there. 
and uh, you'll you'll see what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And see what the the teenagers are doing and make your social media better. Man, they have blown <laughs> it up, brother. Let me tell you, they they have grown up with this technology. Yes, and it's really been amazing to see because you know I'm 48 and I I analyze and I need to put this in the right box and this right hashtag and this and they'll like take a video on their phone, like literally in five minutes and then it's out. And I'm like, that's it. And they go, watch this. And they got like 200 views already. <laughs> right. <I'm> like, right. <laughs> what did I miss? And they go, Mr. James, you're just old. And I'm like, I'm not old. Uh, but yeah, so they, they speak the language there with the Instagram and the Snapchat and all that. Kind right. Of stuff. So, it's, uh, it's almost like magic. Just like, the mace is almost like yes, magic, right? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Let's appreciate it from that point of view. I'm with you on absolutely. that. Absolutely. I was happy to turn it over. Yeah. Because I could do more mace training and I could do more mace videos now. So. Yes, and that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other subject. You know, if there's things that you hate doing that you suck at, they're sucking the life out of you, out of your creativeness to do your other awesome things that you could do. So, yeah, delegate that stuff. Even if it costs a few bucks, pay somebody to do it for you. That way, you could put your maximum effort into what you like doing your passion comes out and everybody gets attracted to your passion your energy and it just makes the world a better place and if you ever like if you're timing yourself like doing five minutes of 10 to twos or five minutes of 360s or i'm not going to say 10 minutes i'm not there yet for the 10 minutes but, right uh let me know and we'll hook up our video link i'll jump on there with you okay my mace we say, are doing that. We are doing I'll say, it. Let's go, brother. Let's do it. And we'll just virtual train. Okay. North Carolina, New Jersey. We'll work that connection and uh and I'll definitely will do that. All right. You expect to hear from me real soon on that. I'm I'm All right. uh, you got me motivated, my man. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Hey, you got it, brother. Oh, absolutely. Those games are coming up. Yeah, faster February than you think. It's coming quick. Yep. Got a crush. Got All a right. crush it, man. Every day, brother. Yeah, definitely. All right, James, I appreciate everything. We're going to be talking, like we just said, and uh, thanks for sharing and, and uh, all, all you do. And uh, talk to you soon, all right? Sounds good. Thank you very much. I enjoyed being on, and it's a real privilege. Yeah, it was a lot Thank of fun. You. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right.